Hey, stupid nerds, the download the uh, Boogie Monster with, with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. So you can find out uh, what happened to Frankenstein and the Wolfman and all that fictional stuff that never happened. And don't pay attention to World War II or the American flag or important things. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. Mm-hmm. We're just getting into it. We're chit-chatting. Mm-hmm. We're still chit-chatting. It's chit-chat with what? Kyle and Dave. Hey, yeah. Just, hey, just spitting in each other's mouths. <laughs> Hot stuff. Oh, boy, buddy. Oh, boy. What's going on, dude? I'll tell you what I learned this week. Alpaca fur. Wool? I don't know what you call it. Mm-hmm. Thick. It's thick. I bug out to pet alpacas this week. Really? Went to a wedding with a petting zoo. No way. They had a petting zoo and, at the uh, wedding? Yeah, man. And uh, I'm going to be sad at any wedding that doesn't have one from here on out. So, Dave, if you're going to have a wedding, petting zoo, dude. Now, did they actually have a petting zoo, or did they just really just have an open bar? And you got well, shit what does faced. that mean? Well, you, you got hammered and started petting people. I, was, I got drunk on a farm. <laughs> And just was running around <laughs> touching things. Come no, they here, legit, little they, fella. They had. Uh, uh, we were in Idlewild, which mm-hmm. so Idlewild. You've been mm-hmm. Idlewild Pine Grove, not too far outside of uh, Los Angeles. There. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, let's. I flew for the first time in over a year. How'd that go? Man, I. Uh, you know what? I did. You ever get to the point where you were traveling so much? For work that you'd see people that were like had not been to the airport in a long time. And oh like, yeah, come on, man, yeah. get your shit. I was that guy. Mm-hmm. I was like dropping my lights. I didn't know how to. Ho- <laughs> I don't know how to do anything anymore. Forget the airport. No? Just in general. Last week I had like I've, I've told you like I do three things in a day, and I got to go to bed at seven p.m. Yeah, three's a lot. Because I don't know how to do anything, and so mm-hmm. I'm at the airport. Just the simple act of like getting a license out of my wallet while holding a carry-on bag. Some, you may as well have hit me like a pinata. My shit just went everywhere. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what one hand, literally how one hand would help the other hand in a, in a coordination scenario. But like belt on through the metal detector, not remember it. Like brand new. I was brand new on that shit. But it wasn't, I didn't feel like... Well, and this will lead into our topic, but because I had the vaccine, I was a little less nervous about doing all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but so went down to the this wedding in Idlewild. The mayor is a dog, Mayor Max. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. Sure. Also, I've noticed that someone has started doing yard work at a cool 7 p.m., So I hope that's not coming in, as we just discussed how audio quality is important for the podcast. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, So, yeah, this wedding, brunch wedding, outdoors, but they had, some woman had all these rescue animals. She had two alpacas, had a mini horse, had goats. Goats are underrated as like a cool animal. Dude, I would love to have some goats. I've always been a big fan, especially the little baby ones that do the parkour. That yeah, goats just are into into jumping. Mm-hmm. Very, very mellow creatures. If you can get past that whole Baphomet 
<laughs> satanic element. That's what draws me to them more, honestly, that and their little, weird little the horizontal pupils and what have you. Yeah. You know, blow black Philip action. You ever see that movie, The Witch? No. Oh, you dig it, Dave. Scary yeah. One. The Witch. Scary one. Yeah. Is it um, new or old? It's like a three or four years old. That's okay. what I do. Rachel's out of town, so I'm about to get lit. As our, our, I'm about to get uh, lit up and watch some scary movies and get weird. But I digress. Petting zoo. They had a rabbit uh -huh. that looked like six rabbits Voltron together. Big boy <laughs> rabbit. Oh, big the big boy. rabbits creep me out a little bit. It's it's like a GMO rabbit. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. Japanese scientists kind of. Oh, whoops. No, it wasn't Godzilla's time. It's just a rabbit. Because they're such a cuddly, docile creature. When they get too big, it's like, well, now we're now we're kind of transforming into something that maybe could hurt me. Yeah, I'll, now I'll I trust these big, goofy rabbits. Stupid ears, the, dragging on the ground, getting dirty. The handler, I guess, I uh, heard the second hand inform me that they actually get, they get so much hair built up around their body that that's what they kind of like scratch off to create a nest for their babies. Oh. No idea if that's a fact at all, but heard it secondhand from a woman who also had a mini horse <clears throat> with uh, sparkly painted hooves. So that's my source. That's what I'm telling you. Did I ever tell you the story uh, a long time ago? I was in high school, and it was coming up on Valentine's Day, and I had a little high school girlfriend, and for some reason I thought it might be cute to uh, go to a pet store and get her a rabbit. And I, I, I didn't, <laughs> by the way. Uh, okay. And I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. Like, hey, happy Valentine's Day. Here's a pet. I um, burdened you. But I was looking. I was talking to the guy at the – this was in Ackworth, Georgia. I was talking to this guy at this little mom-and-pop uh, um, pet store as opposed to big pet, corporate pets, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we're talking about rabbits. He's showing me all these little rabbits behind the counter. And then, like, just in the middle of the conversation, he's got this huge snake over there, like in another cage. And just in the oh, no. middle of a going? conversation, he grabs, like, a little, what I thought was like a baby rabbit, slams it. it's going? Yeah, he slams its head on the counter, kills the rabbit, and feeds it to the, uh, to the snake right in front of me with no warning. <laughs> What? Yeah. <laughs> is that is that the sales pitch? Yeah. Better I, I buy mean, the next one. Otherwise, <laughs> I'll he, tell you what. I'll sell you four rabbits. They're just going to be inside of the snake. And I that's said. How he sell, I, that's how he sells the snake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I thought that was rats. He's like, yeah, we're out of rats. They'll eat these two. And he <laughs> just, just be, we're, <laughs> He killed this fucking bunny right in front of me and fed so, it to the no. snake. Now I gotta go through the rest of my inventory. I'm starting to think that the snake isn't worth it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> buddy, if you don't buy the snake, my whole business is going under. And it just—it was so off-putting that I just left. I didn't—I didn't buy uh, the other Absolutely. rabbits. Absolutely, yes. Well, then, wow, what the motivation? Yeah, yeah. I guess you can't just feed a snake cat food or anything. It really creeped me out, man, because like, no warning. At least say, hey, man, just so you know, it's feeding time. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and get this taken care of. You know, no warning. Just in the middle of a conversation, splat, smashes, uh, crushes, caves in a fucking <laughs> rabbit skull and then throws it in the snake tank. Yeah, that's, 
as much as like that is nature. Okay, what do you remember a news story from a few years ago? I think it was like a a science teacher, I don't know, like high school, grade school science teacher got in trouble because they had some sort of like uh, like carnivorous reptile, a snake or what have you in the class, and somebody brought in like a very sickly puppy, like tiny, oh, tiny, no. sickly puppy. No. And he fed no. it to the thing. And they no. they freaked out. But again, like that's my whole thing with eating meat is like, why are we deciding what's a pet and what's food? No, I get it. That's a great point. And this guy's defense was like, this is Nate. Like, I wasn't doing it in a cruel way. This was a this was a sickly puppy that was going to die. This is an animal we have in class. These kids know eat a rat or this or that. Mm. It might be harsh, but at what point does education, like, do we just baby... You know, through through all levels of education, I mean, obviously little kids, sure, but like high school and college, it's like, why do we have to protect people from dissenting uh, uh, opinions and and, and truths? There's a whole other. Th- I was reading. I got into the topic about vaccines and then conspiracy theories, but then about if truths like there's. Uh, I got into a whole thing this week. So. <laughs> whole thing. I saw. I saw your. Uh, your Twitter traffic, man. Your yeah, well, and we won't instigator. go into like what what all happened on Twitter, but as we know, Joe Rogan thought thought pill purveyor, Neutronic enthusiast Joe Rogan <laughs> said that maybe healthy people that are like twenty one don't don't need the vaccine. And I just I was like, hey, I've been hitting the head a lot less than some other podcasters, and I'd like to say you should get a vaccine. And that drew the ire of a few people, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, angry. You know, mostly the you know the Joe Rogan fans are defensive, and uh, they're the sheep that don't know their sheep. Uh, as I said, what'd you, sheep what'd you wolf, text me? The sheep, what, what? And, the sheep in wolves' clothing. <laughs> That's a great phrase. Um, but uh, but I started I started thinking like, all right, we have this podcast, Dave, where we talk out of our. Hot chili peppered assholes. Out of our whole assholes. Out of our whole assholes. Mm-hmm. About all kinds of stuff. <clears throat> Yet we've been like, yeah, yeah, vaccine. Oh, yeah, give me that thing. Um, and I was, I was wondering, like, well, why, why did I, why am I agreeing to that? Why am I being trustworthy of a government on that end? And I think I know why, because I think I do trust science and doctors, and. I also know that science and doctors are going to be maybe incorrect from time to time uh, as a, you know, pandemic taking over and them trying to get a hold of it. Uh-huh. I'm not going to let, like, missteps on their part dictate, well, now I just can't trust anything you're saying. Because you got to be like, nah, it's a lot of new information and people trying to get shit back together in the world. Mm-hmm. But that's what I wanted to talk to you about this week, Dave. It's like, why... <laughs> Of the other things, you know, we're like, I don't trust the government on this, and they're hiding secrets about aliens, uh, or what have you. But then, like this one, I'm like, no, yeah, I would like to get the vaccine, and I still, well, yeah. I still stand by my decision to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, I, and the people that were getting mad, I don't think they th- were like, it's microchips or track. They weren't that far nutty, but it was like the distrust of like, I don't want this. 
foreign substance in my body. And I've seen the joke made over and over about like, I don't want foreign substance in my body. It's like, well, do you eat fast food? Do you do drugs? Like all the mm-hmm. shit that you take that yeah. you don't know what's in it. No, but we don't know. that's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. No, I get it, man. I, I see both sides of it. I, I do. Uh, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't call myself an anti-vaxxer. I wouldn't necessarily call myself a conspiracy theorist, although I've gone on record. I mean, I think we talked about this last week. I, I've never gotten a flu shot as an adult for that exact mm-hmm. same reason, but yet I, 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 I wasn't in a hurry to get the vax. Well, here's the thing, too. I don't know. I mean, yes, it's hypocritical to be like, oh, I don't trust my government and then get the vax, but I, mm-hmm. I don't know— I don't know anything about anything in that regard. And, and if I'm being honest, if I was single and I, and I wasn't with Katie, I'd probably, I'm not saying I wouldn't get the vax, but I, I probably would have waited a little while. But the reality okay. is, you know, the, the most important person in my life is, is vulnerable. Cause she only, she's only got one and a half lungs. She, I think I told that story. She had lung surgery a few <clears throat> years ago. And yeah. so she, she's been very vulnerable throughout this whole process. I'm vulnerable just because they say obese people are vulnerable. So that's, you know, I definitely qualify for that. So, you know, I was like, yeah, if I, if I qualify for the vax or whatever, let's go ahead and get that. So I can at least not worry about the scenario in which my stubbornness might kill my fiance. So at least, you know, I might be wrong for getting it, and it may kill us anyway, but at least, in theory, I did my part. Well, I think numbers-wise, I, I don't think there's a threat. I also think about the risk. Like, it's my, my thing is, like, I, I think people are just immediately, if the government wants them to do it, they're going to be like, nope, it's got to be sinister because mm-hmm. the government wants me to do it. And so that's there for, and for me, if it's like Joe Rogan and a white reggae band from Long Beach are against it, then I'm going to be for it. So I'm taking the same stance that the conspiracy theorists are because I look at those conspiracy theorists. I'm like, well, you're fuck, you're a you're a noontime secretary. You're out to lunch, man. So I'm going to go ahead <laughs> and I'm going to get it. Um, and even more so now, if that's the crowd that wants to, and it's like, um, you know, I'm not knocking Joe Rogan, but you know, cry yourself to sleep in your million dollar bills. Uh, I just think, you know, he's got a, a bit of a responsibility, you know, people, people listen to that dude. People, people, uh, listen to him as, I don't think people listen to us as a place of authority. I'll, you shouldn't, I'll say that right now. Don't. Don't that, get your information on science from comedians. This is just a side debate here. Uh, does he have a responsibility just because he has a big audience? What if he's like, it's entertainment. I want I talk all kinds of crazy shit. Well, why, is, why does he have a I responsibility? Think that is, I think that is the defense. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that would be my, like, why, well, stop giving Alex Jones a platform. Yeah. But again, yeah, yeah. All right, hey man, that's that free market. That's a libertarian free market. You get to do what you want to do, mm-hmm. and have on who you want to have on. <clears throat> but I guess that's true. That's true. Probably well, I just, his responsibility. I'm not attacking that particular example. I just I've heard that you know in other contexts. Well, so and so has a responsibility. Well, maybe an elected official, or if you're a parent. But if He's you're not just a journalist, a, yeah, he's not a journalist. He's not a politician. 
He's just just a much more successful version of us, just a, just a jackass running his mouth about interesting shit. Now, whether or not he has, you know, the, his facts straight, that's up for debate, the same way it's up for debate about this show. So I'm just, well, the whole, he has a responsibility just because he has a big audience. Like, I, if I were in that case, if I, if my, if someone said about that about me, I would be like, what the, what, what fucking responsibility do I have? I get that you have, just as being a decent human being, you have a certain responsibility or obligation not to just purposely get on your show and mislead people and spread lies. But, but you know, well, that's what I read that like, that's why Spotify wasn't going to do anything because he didn't make a call to action. He didn't tell people not to get it. He was just like, Oh, I don't think I, if you were this, this, uh, you know, if this is healthy and of a young age, I wouldn't worry about it. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's, you know, whatever I made my joke about it. But it, it got me to thinking, like, yeah, why? What I mean, there's there's examples. I think there are a few examples of uh, vaccines going awry, uh-huh. which can be the beacon for anybody, any conspiracy theorist, to be like, see, that's why I won't. Um, is somebody fucking weed whacking one bush outside of my window right now? Why? Really? Seven p. I don't know what's happening. Uh. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, get off my lawn. I didn't say that. <laughs> it's my. It's not, I mean, it's not mine, but it's all lawn. It belongs to the proprietress of the of the house here. Well, the, well, you the equation. Gotta me, you got to tell me if you could hear it coming. I hope it's not. The equation that I did absolutely no research to solve is what's a what's a greater probability? Me catching COVID without having a vaccine or me catching a, a horrible side effect from the vaccine? That's that's the question you have to answer yourself, whether or not to get the vaccine. Yeah. Like what are was my odds greater of dying of COVID from being unvaxxed or or dying of whatever may spawn from these vaccines? Yeah, I, I well, that's the thing. Like, I understand the. I don't know what's in this stuff. What if, and you know, the whatever whoever's arguing, but what if I have an undiagnosed heart condition? Well, then, how are you living? Like, what else are you doing to yeah. challenge that? Especially if you're a fucking white reggae band from Long Beach. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you the only uh, vegan health nut? White reggae band from Long Beach, or are you like the other white reggae band from Long Beach who did heroin and died? You know, not to say that there's not an in between on, yeah. uh, on that type of lifestyle, but uh, it. I guess I just look at all the other risks I'm going to take in my life, and I'm not mm-hmm. panicked mm-hmm. about a vaccine. Yeah, like I don't think because I so I I listen to other podcasts about vaccine and how okay here's cases of them going them going wrong there was uh i think it was like the 
Cutter was a brand of polio vaccine, and it was because the Jonas Sark, I think. And boy, I'm just don't worry about again. Don't worry about this information. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But the guy who invented the polio vaccine made it. You know, didn't patent it because he's like, no, it shouldn't be patented. It shouldn't be for profit. Here, let everybody do it. But so then people could just access how to make this polio vaccine, and we're not making it with the standards that it should have been made at, mm-hmm. and it wound up giving some people some polio, mm-hmm. making some people sick. So there were there are errors. There are things to point to in the world of vaccines where you'll be like, ah, man, I'm kind of like doubtful about it. Yeah, and, and Which, keep in I, mind, just I, 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 I'm, I'm, I was so knee jerk to be like, "Fuck that! Get a vaccine! Stop being a bunch of bitches!" That maybe I had to like look into it, and I still feel like, get a like of all the things to be fearful of in this world, it's not, vaccines aren't one of them for mm-hmm. me. For me, I fly regularly. I mean, I don't know the statistics of chances of dying in a plane crash, chances of dying in a car accident, mm-hmm. every other fucking thing you want to do in this world. Chances of eating all this bullshit. Chances of drinking all the time. Mm-hmm. I do all these things. Yeah. So no, agreed. Yeah. It, now, if you're one of these people that have, have never had a soda, <laughs> never eaten a candy bar, you know, you're yeah. vegan, then, then maybe I'll listen to your argument. But yeah, I mean, look at all the clearly irresponsible shit that we all do on a daily basis. We all know you're not supposed to eat certain foods or yeah. drink too much or smoke cigarettes or, you know, but you know, we do it, you know, drive without your seatbelt or drive while texting. Like we, we, we take risks every yeah. day. But if, so, but it, if, but if it's that, those are all your choices, you know, mm-hmm. you have the choice to eat healthy food or not healthy food. Yeah. So this is a government saying you should do this. And then I was like, all right, well, what's the, like, why, why am I like, I'm, I'm pro-choice for, you know, women's reproductive choices, but why am I like, you should get a vaccine? You know, like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I have, I'm trying to reconcile with myself here, Dave. Yeah, no, I get it, man. Another thing to consider because with pro- these vaccines is as far as like negative side effects or the early versions, just the nature of a vaccine means that they were working on this under pressure. You know, it, it was a time sensitive issue. Oh, shit, we've got a disease. There's no cure. Yeah. Let's all get to work and figure this shit out. So just the nature of a vaccine means that they were, you know, there, of course, there's a probability that maybe they rolled out one prematurely that wasn't quite you know, 100% but, finished or, or researched or whatever. But you're also, you got global scientists in communication with each other, given technology. Mm-hmm. Think about how much faster you can develop something yeah. when, when it's necessary. Which also that leads me into, uh, I got yelled at by a woman, she was angry about 5G when I was in Idlewild. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was sitting outside on a patio, and I, I heard some lady, some lady who had previously like walked her bicycle past me and was like smiling. She's like, "I had Madonna in t-shirt." I was like, "Madonna in that place is great." I'm like, "It sure is." And then I heard her next to the cafe. There was like a substation or something. And I just heard everybody there heard some sort of yelling going on. She was yelling at the guy, just a guy working at the fucking phone company or whatever, and she's yelling at him about putting five G towers in. Just a guy. It's not the president of the yeah. phone company. Just a guy. 
And then she comes back and I make eye contact. She's like, they're putting 5G in. I'm like, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> ah, not around here. I'm like, I'm on it. I was on my phone. I'm like, I'm on it right now. So you might want to get away from me. Oh, that's military. I'm like, yeah, I'm there's I, I they got a chip in my brain. Because I was like, I'd already dealt with the anti-vax people. I'm like, I don't need this fucking nuthouse uh, coming around. <laughs> so I looked up 5G, too, because I'm like, oh, here's this. Again, it's more about you don't have the choice. And I think that's what people get freaked out about is that I was trying to learn about 5G. It's about how, like, the new... And, but again, how did we all learn about 5G? Was it looking on the internet? And then did the article not load up fast enough? About why you should be scared of 5G and you got annoyed that the article didn't load fast enough? Why don't you wait till 5G comes around and your articles, your conspiracy theory shit will load 10 times faster? Mm hmm. Fucking idiots. But that's not what I mean by fucking idiots. I'm just peeved, Dave. Mm hmm. Because it's like, oh, these waves, uh, they, they, they're millimeter waves where they move differently through surfaces. So that's why they have to install new. New towers and things, so this oh, yeah. technology can can move through surfaces and what have you. And so they're putting. I them still don't understand anything people. about it. So you know, you see cell phone towers and everything. Mm -hmm. Those are good for up to four G, and I guess that stands for like the how, how, whichever generation of internet is out there. So we're What's moving the, the G fifth generation for? of internet generation to ge generation. Yeah. Okay. So we're moving to fifth generation. Now it's fifth generation uh, because. Everything's exploded and the everything's, you know, has to be the internet. The reason conspiracy theorists have the information or misinformation is because of the fucking internet. Then if you don't like it, wait, then get it through the mail from a dude, yeah. you know, living in the woods who's you know, writing on leaflets. Go get it from a leaflet in the town square. But... <laughs> So it's like th these new type of whatever radio waves, they, they, they move at a different frequency and don't go through buildings and structures the way the stuff up till 4G does. Okay. So that's why they got to put it in. And people think it's like, because it's new stuff. They're but like, then fine. Did you complain about the towers before when they were coming in? The internet tower? Did you complain about the the the... Electric lamps that came through and they ran power lines. Like, I just see it as that kind of shit. Like, just people scared of the horseless carriages that are riding through town. Mm hmm. Not something to be all busted up about. But why? Well, like, it's because you don't have the choice. They're going to put these towers up whether you like it or not. So it's not like everything else where you had a choice to eat bad food, you had a choice to smoke cigarettes. It's that, no, now this stuff just exists in the community without you having mm -hmm. to say so. So I can yeah. see that bugging some people. Yeah. No, I get it. I mean, it's it's like anything in life. You know, who the fuck are we supposed to believe? You're hearing this from the, yeah. that side. You're hearing that from this side. Like, I don't fucking know. I mean, yeah, do your own research. Come to your own conclusion. But come on. Let's be honest. How well, often do we fucking do that? Do conspiracies have... Poor representation as far as who the mouthpieces are, mm -hmm. or are the people that know the truth being silenced? I mean, it's probably you know what both. I mean. Yeah, probably a little bit of both. Like, like is it like? Can you just go online and? 
because I was, I was reading some stuff that like go and look up the 1976 uh, whichever vaccine it was look it up and see you can't the YouTube video doesn't even show up and then somebody's like it does it just shows up down the page they're like <laughs> yeah but if you wrote in the exact search words why does it show up eight videos later it's like how fucking lazy you're not even turning the page in a book scroll down so you can find the thing it's not a conspiracy that it's eight videos down and not the first video there but that it was like a 60 minutes report on some vaccine that went sour in 1976 I forget which one it's, like I mean, it's out there the information's out there not to play devil's advocate I know your feelings on devil's advocate but uh no nah, man, let's have maybe that person in, in terms of uh, the example of like why is it eight eight videos down? Like that's that's a whole other conspiracy. The uh, YouTube algorithm, yeah. You why know, is feeding? it front page news, man? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard a lot about that. Those algorithms, as far as you know, just kind of deciphering based on your uh, previous uh, search history, deciphering what you might be interested in, and you know, maybe just feeding you one side of a story. All right, well, I just put 1976 vaccine into Google. Not YouTube or anything. Uh-huh. First article is history.com. When the U.S. government tried to fast-track a flu vaccine, people also ask, what vaccine came out in 1976? How many people died in 1976 swine flu? What happened in 1976 swine Like, it's not erased mm-hmm. from anywhere. It's not, I, and that's all, I, did, I didn't even, uh, 1976 vaccine, that's it. Let's go, I'll, I'll click on uh, videos. The election year vaccine rollout that backfired, that's time, I'm not saying. Uh, so uh, stuff's coming up hmm. about it. Now, I'm not reading these articles. Maybe they're all, like, trying to sweep it under the rug. But they, I, it seems like information is there, so I don't buy that paranoia that they're covering Yeah, the 60 Minutes article. I don't know. But so I don't know. I, I wanted to, you know, have a dialogue about it. Yeah, man. No, I, I, I get was, it. I was I, like, hell yeah, give me a vaccine. I was I, like, did I, am I a sucker? Did I fall hook, line, and sinker for this kind of thing? Well, here's the thing. Like, we've talked in the past about Agenda 21, and just to mm-hmm. refresher, just the theory that the global elite are trying to uh, uh, thin the herd a bit and, and lower the global population. And I, I do kind of believe in that. And now, I don't know. I'm not going to die on any hill in terms of how they're doing it, but I do believe that Again, it, fast, it would— Fast food— <laughs> Uh, fentanyl, uh, <laughs> like all yeah. the real things that are bad for you out there. Of course, but I think maybe they're if pretend that that's legit. The agenda twenty one that the global elite are trying to lower the global population by uh, mm. covertly killing us off. If that were true, then what better way to implement a little bit of that than via a somewhat. Uh, perceived mandatory uh, uh, need for a vaccine. Like, I'm not well, saying that's what's happening. I'm saying if they wanted to go that route, 
Boy, and, and obviously I'm not my theory on that. My little pretend theory is let's pretend that they that the vaccine is trying to kill us. I'm not saying that every dose is spiked with something that eventually will kill you, but like if you wanted to lessen the global population by five or ten percent, you know. Now I'm not saying that the that the virus was uh, manufactured for this purpose, but it's like oh how convenient we we got this virus. Well, that's that's helping our cause. That's killing people. But another way we could do it is let's get a vaccine and yeah. spike spike every tenth dose of that with something. I don't know. But that well, that's where I'm like that's where the conspiracy is too far. And I don't even think these people are on that level of conspiracy. I think it's uh-huh. more of just we don't know what it is, and I don't like being told I gotta have it. Yeah. In my body, which like okay, I can, I can see that. It's just that the mouthpieces. I've I, I haven't seen any anti-vaxxers where I'm like, oh well, the rest of your arguments that you've made in the world are sound, but this one I don't see eye to eye with you. It's usually like, man, you are just I don't I don't think you're on track for anything, let mm-hmm. alone this. And so that's why I don't think. <clears throat> Like, I don't think like, it's like, well, who's making money from it? Okay. They think it's a pharmaceutical company thing. This is where like, I think that like the believable conspiracy is it's mm-hmm. the pharmaceutical companies, uh, f- telling people you need it so they can make more money. Well, yeah. uh, one, I think I was listening to, uh, part the podcast network. I don't know if you've ever listened to the podcast, they take very fascinated uh-huh. subjects and they dry them out to such a brittle uh, boredom. It's, it's fascinating <laughs> how they could take things so interesting and make them that boring. Uh, but it is a good source of just straightforward. Well, I, I don't know, but they seem very straightforward and um, unbiased on how they present things. Uh-huh. And I was listening to their podcast about vaccines and how that pharmaceutical companies were saying like, oh, now we can get sued for anything that goes wrong if they think it's related to vaccines, and I'm not saying I agree here, but they're saying like, well, if you bankrupt us, then what do we have? Then how can we offer anything? It's like we make money because we spend money on research mm-hmm. for new drugs. Now, I'm not a fan of pharmaceutical companies, especially in America where they can advertise on TV. If you hear somebody from Europe mm-hmm. go like, oh, this is the weirdest shit ever that mm-hmm. you can advertise medicine not fucking Tylenol or shit, but like feeling blue. Maybe you need whatever uh, drugs. Mm-hmm. Talk to your doctor. Ask your doctor about drugs. <laughs> Not ask your doctor about why you feel depressed, but just ask about the drugs. Diagnose yeah. yourself from this commercial, then ask about the drugs. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah, that's always been a bit odd. Yeah, and you go to a doctor, look at any post-it note they give you or pen they give you it's some drug company that left mm-hmm. the stuff there or any pamphlet that's on the table so mm, again i'm kind of i'm trying to figure out why i'm still like you should get a vaccine even though i do believe in all these other things but i also believe that there are pharmaceutical companies because people need medicine yeah and not maybe not all of them are sinister. Maybe some of them are, but maybe mm-hmm. some of them are like, yeah, we have to pay for research, and it takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, where was I going? When when did you <clears throat> first start hearing the term anti-vaxer? Uh, it was way before 
COVID, obviously. I think the first time I heard it was the whole uh, Gina McCarthy thing. And I don't really remember the details of that, but am I correct in saying that she was saying don't get your kids vaxxed because some vaccines uh, cause autism? Was it related to autism? Yeah. And that's where, my, that's where I double down on the conspiracy. Maybe that's why you should get them. I mean, this is just, I had a bit about anti-vax and then all the fucking COVID hit and I'm still doing a bit. So it hits even more, but it's like, yeah, maybe we need more anti-vax kids because, or the, they, no, we need more autistic kids because they can beat robots at chess. And that's the kind of specialized <laughs> individual we're going to need when we give over our freedom to the robots. Yeah. We're going to need these fucking Terminator super soldiers to help us. Speaking of which. Speaking of which. You seen that new Domino's commercial? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. No, no, no. Domino's got a pizza robot. How the fuck are you transitioning into this? Because you said robots. <laughs> you said robots, and I thought, well, this is a robot. It got, I saw a commercial last <laughs> night. They got Speaking these- Speaking uh, of which- these driverless uh, Domino's cars. These little, look like a little, uh, what's that little British car? Uh, the fucking. Mini Cooper. Mini Cooper. Yeah, Rachel had one. Yeah, it kind of looks like a Mini yeah. Cooper. Um, but no driver. And uh, certain markets, they're testing that out. They just drive a little little pizza pod over to your over your house, and you, you meet it at the curb. And I, I don't know if you put a code in or what, but you, you pull out your own so pod. Fuck- and who's it, who's it delivering pizza to? Neckbeard stoners screaming mm-hmm. about 5G and vaccines. Yep. That are still excited that there's a pizza robot. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. We're already in it. Yeah. We're already there. I'm not, I don't want to take a vaccine. Guess what? They could put it in Big Macs and get yeah. people vaccinated five times as fast as they're doing it with this method. True. They are giving you a choice. If they don't want to give you a choice, you won't have a choice and you won't know about it. Mm-hmm. It's You know what it's going to be? You want to thin the herd. You want to, what is it, Agenda 21 and yeah. really clean things out? Put it in a fucking Monster Energy drink. Because mm-hmm. I've never seen somebody drink one of those and been like, that looks like a guy I want to talk to. <laughs> yeah, Monster is terrible. Uh, no, I'm a you Red Bull guy fu- yeah, you, you want to clean out the lowest <laughs> rung of society? You put it in Monster Energy drink. You put it in f- f- Big Jack Mac. I'd be gone. I'd be gone. I love all yeah. this shit, too. We're, yeah. I mean, we're going to lose some good ones. I'm not yeah. saying <laughs> it's a full foolproof. You put it, you put it in, uh, you know, whatever... Uh, Whatever lift kit goes on an F two fifty. Anybody, anybody that goes to a Midas muffler and tries to get their truck to blow roll coal. Oh. But I do like honestly, like that's it's the it's the it's fucking they put it in the water, man. They'll put it in the water system. Like if you really think that they're, I don't know. I don't know. No, you're right. Like, there's a million different ways they could do it. And I, we're, we're I just rolling the dice I, every time we eat processed food or, yeah, you know. Well, that's what, like, okay, that podcast brought up a pretty interesting, uh, like, uh, how many vaccines, like, what? Oh, so, so that's what happened with the vaccines. 
So pharmaceutical companies were saying, like, if we just get sued all the time, anything goes wrong with anybody because they got a vaccine when they're younger, we'll be bankrupt. And then there's your health crisis. Now you don't have any pharmaceutical companies funded to provide medicine when everybody starts getting sick. So there's uh, its own, I don't know what you call it, institution or what have you that pays out people if something goes wrong with the vaccine, but it protects pharmaceutical companies. Mm-hmm. Kind of sketchy. But then, now that they're protected, the list of vaccines that a kid should have is, like, I guess, a lot. A lot more than when we were even younger. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, there's like a vaccine for chicken pox. We didn't have to get chicken pox. Hmm. Or we did, but now some, now you can get a vaccine for it. Would you give yeah. a kid that? Or would you be like, no, you should have uh, weird scabs and scars for the rest of your life. And uh, Yeah, I got a chicken know, pox did, score. Right yeah, on my forehead. On my head. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucked, man. But uh, I don't know. So, so I guess I'm I'm learning more about it. I'm, I'm understanding people's why they're skeptical, but I still don't agree with it. I still I'm still not that far away. I still like nah. I still think the majority of scientists and doctors are who I'd like to listen to. Yeah. Instead of, you know. The Long Beach, Long Beach Chub No Stars. <laughs> oh, boy. You know who might have something to say about this, Dave? Who's that? Brap, brap, Raga Squatch! <laughs> there he is. Oh, Raga Squatch done blow out the Zoom mic. It's so mad about this. One love for vaccine, no love for anti vax. Brum, boomba clot. Does uh, does Rego's, Reggae Scotch familiar? Is he familiar with the Long Beach uh, white reggae boys? Shh. Reggae Squatch got no time, <laughs> David. <laughs> reggae Squatch got no time. <laughs> Give me the jab, pump, pump, ready to fly. Oh my God! Give me, I got, I got my vaccine passport. Get me through portals, through time, David. <laughs> I time traveled to the future. The band does not make it. <laughs> Band is not successful in the future, David. I seen it. <laughs> I seen it with my own two eyes. Oh my god! Boom, boom! Fucking reggae squatch, David. Should uh, I eat anything good this week? Maybe a nice jack chicken or other delicious Caribbean dishes. <laughs> I don't know what else. David, I don't make much for myself. I'm vegetarian. Oh. I like to eat the carn on the cob. <laughs> the carn on the cob. Carn on the cob, David. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sometimes oh, I take the carn off the cob and I put it in the fire. It goes, pop, 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 popcorn. That's what, what does a Rastafarian, oh. I've already said the punchline, what does a Rastafarian eat at the movies? Pop, 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 popcorn. Oh, oh my God. Okay, me go now, wagwan. 
Irie, one love, David. Oh, man. Is, uh, you think reggae squatch is also homophobic? Did I touch I, a nerve? I, that's it. You know what? Maybe next time when we get them through here. Something tells me reggae squatch. I never Lord understood David, that. What's your question again, David? Ask your question again. Is is, is reggae squatch homophobic? Nah, me not. Me not. Me not hit the gays, David. Me lay you down. Me lay you down, David. Yeah? But don't care who you are. Uh-huh. Be it's a generous love. lover. That's all I say. <laughs> Be a generous. <laughs> oh man. Jarastafari. <laughs> All right, that's oh. it. He left. That was it. He's just said that and he left. <sighs> he doesn't knock. At least Mothman knocks. Yeah, he just yeah, he just kind of barges in. He just no, reg reggae squatch just scares the shit out of me. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be on edge if I were you. Just at any moment, him or uh, Mothman just come crashing in. And he's amorous. And apparently Reggae Squatch, quite amorous. Yeah. Yeah, he's got some energy. Yeah. (laughs) He seems like he's down. He's down for whatever. Oh, Amorous Reggae Squatch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, um... So you got the Johnson and Johnson. Yep, I got double dicked. And that was just one shot, correct? One shot. Felt like I got double dicked. It was uh yeah, I got that. Felt bad for a couple days. And I honestly think it blew out my knee with gout. Some I, I don't know if that could be related. How's that doing, Bob? But I'm better now. But I was out for like a while with that. But it was hurting before. It was hurting when we were in Joshua Tree. Mm. So I can't say it's related. Um but I could, I could if I wanted to, if I wanted to, if I wanted to be on that side of the fence, I could. Here's a question. Um, I don't know the answer yeah. to this because I didn't, I didn't set up my own shot appointment. Katie did all that with me, for me. Yeah. Uh, did you pick Johnson and Johnson? Did did yeah? Because I just wanted to get I, I, Moderna. I just picked. I just picked the one. Yeah, I picked that. Okay, one. I didn't know if you had a if you if the individual got to pick or if it's just like no in this region or this state this is what we have. No, I I, I got mine down in California. I had the option, and I just wanted to get it one and done, so I picked that one. Okay. And if they're so worried about like look at how few people like the the blood clot thing. So yeah. few people out of the millions of people that got that shot got it, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna stop and take a look at it." So I think they are eyeballing the stuff, to make sure it's going all right. Well, in that I, same I, concept I, exists in pretty much all medication. I mean, talking about uh, prescription med commercials. I mean, that's an old hack premise mm. at this point of like the side effects are worse than the symptoms. Oh, yeah. You know, but the point being, yeah. like in. I would imagine almost any medication is going to have the potential to have a side effect for a small percentage of the users. Well, I was reading about a thing called the Dunning-Kruger effect, mm-hmm. which I think is probably in the zeitgeist now. It's just that it's not quite the distrust of any authority, but it's the people perceive that they are smarter beyond what they are. Mm-hmm. And ha- some of it, I think, 
lends itself like anybody of authority you want to like I, I, and I think a lot of like there's a real American thing about like oh you think you're better than me mm-hmm. you know and if it's a scientist or a doctor I'm gonna usually like be like yeah yeah on this topic but yes now they with, are with the, with the internet and conspiracy theories and then some uh Value given to some conspiracy theories, it's given people a reason to distrust all authority, government, mm-hmm. science, educators, distrust all of it because now I'm on YouTube or I'm on Facebook and I'm getting the real information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is the shit that we think when we look up UFOs and Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. But that's not hurting anybody. Yeah, true. You know, that's like... <clears throat> That's all fun stuff. It's now it's the now it's people really think it and all this QAnon shit. Oh, the fucking priest at the wedding, I guess, was QAnon. Really? Which I didn't hear about. They're, they just got like a local priest to marry him. Uh-huh. And I guess this guy was going off on he was telling about like something called med beds, which is apparently just a bed that you can lay in and it heals you, just as a like a, a medical apparatus. Not like it injects you with like it just the bed itself heals you. I'm like, and part of me like, yeah, if you're already a priest and you believe the Bible, why not throw some other loony shit in the mix? Good point. But how are you going to be? <laughs> how are you going to be queuing on and be a Catholic priest? How are you going to be like, <laughs> oh, there's a global cabal of pedophiles? Oh, you don't say, Padre. Where do you think you <laughs> might want to start looking for them? Yeah, Father. So. That, that, I, but he didn't go off too much on the wedding and they were saying like the rehearsal the rehearsal and everything he was kind of going off on some stuff really I think he was just I think he was just drunk <laughs> missed the, I miss I miss those classic drunk priests yeah oh god it's like it's like an aging headliner that knows you can't get up to leave until the show's done so they just yeah. fucking start going Ugh. yeah that's the worst Captive captive audience syndrome. It's like, yeah, one hour of a Catholic mass probably does feel like hour five of Dave Chappelle at the Comedy Cellar. Ooh. Well, mm. what do you have, Dave? Pizza what robots? Do I have? You got pizza robots? <laughs> Dude, uh, got to compliment you on your... Uh, I was going to say on on your threads. That's not what people say. On your duds, threads. You can say uh, it. You can yeah. say it. Dude. My, my you, drip. I'm a drip. Your, your drip. Uh, dude, you, might I say you were, were you flossing? Were you shining? That, I don't know. That that one, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, dude, looking you. good in that Thanks, suit, man. man. Did you trim your beard I, at all? It looked like you shaped the beard a little bit. Nah, man. I didn't touch shit. Man. Oh, okay. It looked like I you, went in, you I bought, trimmed the sides. I got a ten dollar pair of sunglasses on eBay and based the rest of the outfit around it. <laughs> that, just those that those purple fucking seventies like oh fuck, I just sold Waylon Jennings some bad acid and I gotta get out of town sunglasses. <laughs> and the rest of the outfit, I'm like, all right, well this is the this is the centerpiece. I like and, it. Uh, yeah, rolled down, rolled down to the mall here. I guess people are like, "You look stand up." I didn't know stand up's got a suit like that. I've already, I've already inadvertently ripped off a couple Stanhope bits, so I get a little hmm. sensitive. I'm like, "Oh, you look like Stanhope. You got the same Taylor as Stanhope." I've not seen Doug Stanhope in a suit. I bought this at a Macy's at the shopping mall in Beaverton last week because I needed a suit. 
but I figured linen suit, summertime, three-piece. If I'm going yeah, for, man. like, 70s, you know, 70s Nashville speed dealer, as I put on Instagram, like, let me get the rest of the gear. Let me put the hat on it. But So, I yeah, like I it. felt good in it. Thank you for noticing, Dave. Yeah, man. I'm, uh, I'm paying a little more attention to that kind of stuff because, uh, sorry for all the street noise. I forgot to shut the windows. There. Professional podcast. Um, That's all right. We haven't nailed down a date or a place or anything, really. But uh, Katie and I yeah. basically decided, like, all right, we got to pull the trigger on this wedding uh, probably in the fall. So uh, Okay. And we might – we have no idea what we're going to do. It might be super casual, you know, kind of a just low-key thing. If so, I might do, like, a non-traditional uh, get-up, you know, rather than just, like, the black tux or whatever. Might might do something silly like that. Might get me a linen suit. Ooh. Geely suit? I don't know the Geely suit. What's that? Oh, it's what the snipers wear to hide in the forest. Oh, oh, the Geely suit. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you say something. You just throw a word like non-traditional out there. Yeah. I go wide. I go wide with my guesses. Might go with like a 1950s country music singer. You know, they call that a, a, a Manuel suit. Uh, you know, the uh, Manuel. Okay, I'm, hold on. Yeah. I'm going to the computer for this. Manuel one. suit. Manuel. Mm-hmm. Guy named Manuel mm. somebody designed uh, a lot of those suits. For I did not stores. go the way you pronounced Manuel. Manuel. I'm like, oh, M A N W E L L. I'm like, oh, like Spanish. Okay, Manuel. Yeah, yeah. Man- like Manuel. 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 Mm-hmm. Manuel suit. You're a man. Manuel you suit. dress well. It's a Manuel mm-hmm. suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my draw didn't help things on that, but. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, those yeah. are rad. You can so. go, or like a, like, so yeah, it's got like the embroidery. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, almost like, um, like, like a mariachi. Yeah, yeah. So like similar kind of vibe with the, with that. Yeah, he's, you know, he's, yeah, he's a Mexican guy and he does country music. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with this. Yeah, got to figure out what I'm going to go for. Or we may just go to yeah, Vegas. Yeah, it's, it's it's fun to dress up, man. Yeah, Especially I put on pants for thing. the first time. I put, I put I went to a thing this weekend. I is literally first time I've wore pants in months. Months and months. <laughs> What you, you do this weekend? I uh, we just went to uh, Katie's uh, one of her good friends had a 40th birthday party. And uh, it's this, this whole friend crew that she's known forever that uh, I've yet to meet. So they all thought I, yeah. that I was imaginary, that Katie was bullshitting them all these years. <laughs> so I finally met, you know, that crew of her friends. And it was great. It was a fun hang. Went over to uh, Azusa over there in the Inland Empire. But, uh, okay. yeah, actually, literally the first time I've wore pants. <laughs> Put on some oh, pants. My, go to Azusa. Yeah. 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 I, can't, I, can't, I can't remember the last time I wore pants. So that's me dressing up. So. Just, I wear pants well, and my Carhartt T-shirt, and uh, that's me putting forth an effort. But for the actual wedding, I'll probably, uh, you know, I, I might go man, three pieces. Who knows? Manuel Cuevas. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I don't think you're wrong to go with this look. Yeah, yeah, I've always liked that look. So, we'll see. Um, since it's been discussed, petting zoo? <laughs> I love that idea. Definitely try to get some livestock of some sort at the wedding. I love some goats hanging. I around. mean, I don't know. I mean, I know you're probably gonna have barbecue too, so it might be a conflicting feeling for a lot uh, of guests. That's true. That's true. 
Might have you might have to pick one or the other. <laughs> there was oh supposed boy. to be a there was supposed to be a pig at this one, and there was no pig. Oh, and it was a brunch wedding, so there was bacon, and everybody's like, "Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, man." Mm. I don't have a recipe this week, but I did uh, my white trash thing where I took the last little bits of tortilla chips and just sprinkled them on spoonfuls of salsa and put it in my mouth. There you go, buddy. You know what I made yesterday? Uh, Probably something har- good. Hard shell tacos. Better- <laughs> I love a good hard shell taco. Out here, that seems <laughs> to be the uh, redheaded stepchild of Mexican food. Everybody likes the street tacos, the corn, the soft tortillas. I think that's like I think that's more of like a transport. Like you're in a truck jostling around; those hard shells yeah. are just gonna break. You know, oh, you yeah, gotta have a deep fryer messy. to make them. Yeah, it's messy. I mean, did I didn't you make, make the my tacos, own. or you just no. bought, you bought the hard shells? Yeah, I just bought you know the store bought hard shells, but uh, yeah, just whipped up some ground beef, uh, just the, the toppings, little <laughs> cheese, little sour cream. Oh boy, it's good. To, that's the other thing too. I, I think that's why I like the hard shell taco. Uh, as much as I enjoy California. Mexican food, street food, they don't put they don't put any type of cheese. I mean, every now and then they'll put that cojita cheese on it, but like there's no no shredded cheese on a street taco out here. That, that took that, some getting used I to. I don't know what that style is. It's like the meat, and then it's onions and cilantro kind that's of thing. Yeah, and, and then, then salsa, a little salsa bar. It. Yeah, and I appreciate that. But yeah, man, it was. Um, yeah. I think it was called King Taco. Yes, yes, King is that Taco. The spot? King, t- you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about, looking- but you're wrong. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. No. I know King Taco, and King Taco rules, and they may have hard shell tacos. I'm not saying they don't, but there's another spot in uh, Highland Park that specializes in hard shell tacos, and they're in the parking lot of a grocery store, a little, little bitty freestanding shack in the, uh, the bottom of a parking lot of a grocery mm. store, right there on... Um, I guess maybe Eagle Rock Boulevard, maybe or no, no, it'd be Figueroa. I think it's right there on Figueroa. Anyway, is that what you were talking about? No, and I'm, now I'm trying to find it. <laughs> uh, it's not at all. No, it's, it's it was Tito's Tacos. Tito's Tacos. Okay, Tito's. Tito's Tacos, and it it is in Culver City. And it's be, okay. Here we go. Tito's Tacos. I find more information on this than. Vaccine. That's a conspiracy. Tacos, you got it. The fucking poisons in the tacos. Mm-hmm. Um, Open in 1959 is known for its American style hard shell taco and burritos. There you go. Uh, yeah, so that was like hard shell. Like I went going out there on purpose, like hard shell with all the shredded cheese and stuff, which I guess is American style. Mm-hmm. And now I'm hungry. So yeah. And I've complained about this before, but I'll do it again. You know what else you can't find out here? Goddamn white queso. White queso dip. I, I guess I uh, Chipotle. I, uh, that didn't count. I guess I don't know if that's just a super gringo thing, but like the only Mexican food I knew for the first thirty-five years of my life was in Georgia, and man, it, it's probably not authentic. But there's people in the South know what I'm talking about. There's just a. It's kind of like the same way. So many Chinese restaurants are similar in terms of like the little hole in the wall takeout joints. You know, they got all the same pictures up on the wall, that kind of thing. There's there was just uh, yeah. a standard. There was like an industry standard of like middle of the road gringo Mexican restaurant, and 
part of the the whole experience for me was getting that appetizer of white queso dip and you get the f- basket of free chips and you just go to town and i've yet to find hardly any white queso dip out here i guess i guess it's a gringo thing but that it, it may be but it's still fucking awesome and maybe somebody out here might take a note from the crackers in georgia and you know give us a little white queso dip what's what could go wrong well what could be bad about well that? i is it like, uh, you know, like the story that uh, chicken tikka masala, the theory is yeah. that it was like, in, it was invented in, in Brit- Britain yeah, to try and like win folks, over, yeah. f- to win them over to Indian food. And uh-huh. a good job, by the way. Yeah. I mean, I like the rest, I like the rest of the roster you got going on with Indian food, but what a great introductory dish. Oh yeah. So that that's, you know, that's a whole interesting style of cuisine is like. Food made to win over <laughs> yeah. someone else, like to win over another culture not used to the type of flavors. That's interesting. Is yeah, a thing, a thing to a thing to consider. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, made some old school hard shell tacos. Oh man, man the, the, I might just I might have to go out and get some Mexican food now. The sour cream, get that sour cream all up in that hard shell with the beef and the cheese. Oh boy. Oh boy, it's a good time. You know what, man? I had a guy gave me some wild dreams last night. I'll tell you. But uh, so Rachel and I we were out. We we got back to Los Angeles after this wedding just for last night. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because I flew back up to Oregon today. But we're like, well, let's just go take a walk. You know, we're both vaccinated. We take a walk. Some things are open. <clears throat> and so we went to where'd El y'all stay? Cid. We were just in Silver Lake. She got an Airbnb, which I she loves Airbnbs. I'm like, why am I paying uh-huh. to do somebody else's chores? <laughs> like I'm stripping a bed and washing dishes. I'm like, what the fuck is this? We paid money yeah. for this? Yeah, I get it. Like I know they're already watching me beat off. So what? what that, and, and you get me to do the dishes? What a <laughs> sucker's deal. So we uh, we're just walking around. We're like, oh, maybe we'll go. Like there's 4100, which is a bar that I liked it as a bar. Mm-hmm. But so their parking lot was open with a fence. It just looked like a prison yard. People were drinking in. It looked like gen, <laughs> it looked like Gen Pop with cocktails. So we kept walking. We saw El Cid was open. <laughs> People don't know El Cid's like a built in the early yeah. 1900s. And it's now it's like a flamenco bar with a stage. I've done comedy there. I think you've done comedy there, right, Dave? Yeah, I sure have. Yeah, but it's just empty, big outdoor, cool outdoor area with like trees hanging over it and not like repurposed parking lot, but intentionally built outdoor spot. Like, oh, we'll just have a couple cocktails. Like, well, we'll get a couple snacks. We're going to go get a proper dinner. But we got some like some shrimp thing they were doing. Yeah. Mm, I do not want to hear that fucking shrimp like mate for life. I can't I can't do it with shrimp, Dave. All right. I'm, I don't do I've cut out so many other things. Yeah. Even in seafood, I won't do squid. We talked about squid and octopus, how yeah. they're smart. Yeah. I do not want to hear that about shrimp. If somebody gets information about shrimp, I don't want to know about it. Like shrimp hug each other to fall asleep. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> so fuck I love shrimp so much. And oh, they did, man. it was some citrus and spicy sauce with the shrimp, and then a plate mm. of, it was basically shishito peppers, but I don't know what they called mm. them. There was a like Spanish version of it, but just ro- fire roasted with a little Ooh. cream dipping sauce. Ooh. I probably, thir- I probably ate 30 of those peppers. Wild dreams. There you go. Okay. It was a good, it was a good snack dinner, good tapas dinner that we had. I like that. Fucking... And now I'm Pepper dreams. For, yeah, something. 
<laughs> but now I'm, je- I'm jealous of them hard shell tacos. I might have to go get, obviously, the terrible version. Well, not ter- not by my standards, but you know how I feel about Del Taco. And they offer oh, the yeah. fake meat there, so. Yeah, Del Taco. I got no problem with Del Taco. That's a, I stay, I stay I mean, away from Taco Bell, but I, I'll eat Del Taco. And I, I yeah, mean, it's got, probably the same got, shit, but, you know. Well, they got bean dip. No, I know the difference because, like, even within trash, you mm-hmm. can have your, you know, your preferences. I like their cheddar but, cheese uh, on those tacos. Mm-hmm. Mm. We should talk about that, the fact that they're going to start making the fake, like, lab-grown meat mm. and how we feel about that. Yeah, I, I don't know Was I telling that. you, I was, I was trying to write a joke about the dudes that, like, make fun of somebody for eating fake meat, always love women with fake boobs. <laughs> no, that's funny though. That is funny. Something that's fucking that fake boobs. Jokes. But um, yeah, we should that maybe we'll do that in a later episode. But that's a thing to talk about. Uh, how much lab-grown meat would you eat? Because personally, I think the stuff they're doing to cows and with all the whatever they're you know injections and stuff they're giving them to make them super like it's already a lab. It's just got feelings attached to it. Yeah. But you're already, you're already treating it like it's in a test tube with the stuff you do to it. Yeah. So. Well. You got any recipes <laughs> or just uh, what you're excited about the ground beef? Yeah, I'm just excited about that uh, Porter Road. Uh, Porter Road, one of our new sponsors, they sent me a, a big old mm-hmm. box of, of shit, and including uh, not shit, good stuff, uh, including a, a pound of uh, dry-aged um, taco meat. Sorry, preseason. Usually, usually I take offense to the preseason stuff. You know, it's like what you don't think I'm capable of whipping this up, but well, some uh, people aren't. It, Not it was you, good, but some people. It, it was solid, solid stuff. But yeah, man. Mm. All right, hard shell time. Maybe I got some. I mean, I got some impossible meat here. I know people might wince at that, but the the impossible ground beef stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that whips up into a taco or burrito just fine for me. Yeah, I would imagine that's probably one of the better substitutes. Uh, anything that's uh, mimicking a, a ground meat, because ground yeah. the ground meat is just, the finished product is so different than whatever the source is. Much like the hard shell, I think it's like we got so used to like soft soft tacos, or and you know, you get chicken or asada, like to go back to like a hard shell ground beef. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Get back to the roots. Mm. When I was, uh, All right. my, my mom always tells this story, uh, but when I was like four years old, and I remember doing this, and I don't know why I did it, but uh, we had this neighbor that lived down the street, and my mom was friends with her, and they, we all went to church together and stuff. But uh, when I was four years old, I just knocked on her, her door, and she's like, oh, hey, David. And I was like, yeah, you got any taco shells? And she's like, what? And I was like, I'm, I'm kind of in the mood for some taco shells. And she went and got me, she had some some uh, old El Paso or whatever in the pantry, and uh, she handed me a couple taco shells. And I was like, all right, cool, thanks. Just moseyed off with my taco shells. That's the, is that, that's the kind of thing that your parents are, like, devastated that you do that? Like, yeah. Like how it reflects on the family? Like, does she yeah. think we're so poor? Exactly. My son just wants taco shells. <laughs> He's if so you punch them, they turn into Doritos. 
<laughs> but yeah, I don't, and I, and that wasn't something I used to do. I didn't just randomly go up to people's doors asking for groceries. But uh, something struck me that afternoon, and I thought, you know, I maybe I deduced that uh, okay, it's too far to go back to my house, or maybe I knew what our inventory was and we didn't have any. But uh, let me see if Miss McElroy has any taco shells. <laughs> And, Little David uh, was just short a couple of Mexican food vessels, so we helped mm-hmm. him out. Yeah. yeah. It was a crazy kid. Mm, Mexican food vessels. <laughs> All right, well, all right buddy. Uh, anything to plug? What's going on uh, What's going on with shows? You got any shows, anything? Starting up in June, man. Yeah? Starting up. Going to be out there. With, things are coming together. I got some stuff in Arkansas that I'm about to let people know. Nice. Our... Uh, our very strong friend Chris Pierce has yeah. set up a couple shows. I think I'm doing awesome. A, I think I got Little Rock. I got Fayetteville. This knee better be in shape because I want to. I want to be riding up in Arkansas for that week. And that those are going to be the week before Nashville. I don't know the exact dates, but Nashville's like 19th or something. So just stay tuned to the Soshi Meads for that right info on. and um, some stuff leading up to it. Some maybe some. Some Texas, some smaller stuff in Texas. I got bigger dates later in the year, but some like couple goofy gigs. What about you, man? You getting back to it yet? No, not yet. I'm I'm working on it though. I'm working. I'm putting together. You barely some stuff. just got pants on. Yeah, yeah. Stand. I mean, let's not let's not rush into it. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm working on some stuff. Hopefully this summer I'll be out. I'll be out doing some stuff. So uh, come on, man. I got the van. Road stuff. Yeah, man. Maybe I'll tag along. We'll see. I'll go to. I'll go to Arkansas and Oklahoma hey, with you. Hey, we're See vaccinated. So, yeah. yeah, we're vaccinated, <laughs> so now we can go look for Bigfoot. Exactly. So, ready to make up for lost time. Let's do it, man. All right, All right buddy. buddy. Well, well, this joint's starting to kick in, so. Yeah, there you go. Probably go uh, find a uh, flat surface to lay down on. And, uh, yeah, find yourself a cup. Uh, go ask your neighbor for some uh, hard shell tacos. <laughs> Good catching you up, just make buddy. Some? Sure did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know it, guy. All right, man. We'll talk to you next week. Hell yeah. Bumble clock. The Boogie Monster.
Star Fans Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.